0: Hello, this is Jean MacDonald, the midlife woman's friend, and I'm taking a break from my usual work of supporting and encouraging midlife women through their midlife transition. I want to do this so I can make some comments on the COVID-19 situation and its short and long-term likely effects. The world is only just beginning to wake up to the fact that in Western societies at least, our lives will never be the same again. I call this series my Pattern Interrupt series, and I explain usually at the beginning of each one what I mean by a pattern interrupt.
1: Hello, this is Jean MacDonald, and this is the fourth of my Pattern Interrupt series on the effects of the COVID-19, both during the lockdown and beyond. So how are you doing on your own? Are you frustrated and lonely because you don't have enough to do and enough people to talk to? Or do you appreciate this as an opportunity for some time on your own? We find ourselves in differing circumstances during this lockdown. You may be with your family and that should make life easier and more pleasant. However, you may not want to spend all your time with them. Hopefully, you can at least retire to another room or take your allowed outing time for exercise on your own. This gives you the most valuable thing that I believe this pattern interrupt provides, which is an opportunity for time to think. And as we move into this open-ended lockdown, which seems to be lasting longer and longer, we find ourselves drifting down deeper into ourselves and find what we find there, both good and bad. There was a sellout musical in the 1960s called Stop the World, I Want to Get Off. It was a faint hope then that it would ever happen, even back in those 1960s. But as things have got faster and more pressured in the intervening 50 years, it has seemed even more remote and unlikely. Now suddenly, it's happened. For most of us, excluding key workers, the world has stopped and we have had to get off. And we can look back at our so-called normal life and ask ourselves, did we really like living like that? That gives us a chance to look at our lives and what we are striving and hoping for. And when we look at our lifestyle and aspirations, we can see that many of them are imposed by others. That can be our parents, our family, our, or our peers. And then there is society in general, particularly pushing the idea of getting more money and material success. I remember hearing a radio play many years ago based on a story by one of the famous Russian authors, Dostoevsky, Terniev, Tolstoy, or one of those. And it starts at a dinner party run by a wealthy family, at which a brash young man, who's a visitor, says he'll do anything for money. So he's challenged by the family, and finally they agree that he will stay alone in their summer house for 10 years, without contact with anyone else, in return for a large sum of money. Presumably, they leave food and drink for him, but there's no other contact. Then time passes. Uh, They can tell he's still alive because they can see movement inside the summer house. But beyond that, they have no idea what's going on for him. As the years pass, the family becomes less wealthy and are concerned of will they be able to find the money to give him if he wins his bet. And They even discuss poisoning his food. But for some reason, they don't do that. And eventually, the 10 years are up and they let him out of the summer house his first reaction is to say i don't want your money i've found a better way of living and with that he rushes off so here's a lesson it's time to dig deep to find out what we really want and we need time and space to do that so how do you dig deeper for those thoughts maybe you don't need 10 years on your own in a summer house some do this by meditation others by long walks others by praying and others by looking out of the window But there's a great value in writing it down or recording it into a dictating device like your phone you can then convert it into writing with a wonderful piece of software called otter as in the um, animal that swims in rivers dot ai a for alfie i for indigo but there's also a revival of an old practice called journaling People have written their thoughts in diaries, journals, and notebooks for thousands of years. Journaling is enjoying a new lease of life, perhaps as an antidote to the times we live in. I've been asked an expert in this field, Nikki Piper, to send me a quick introduction to journaling, which I shall read out. She says, so what is journaling? There's a difference between keeping a journal and a diary entry. Your personal journey is your own record of your significant experiences, thoughts, and ideas, and also a future that you wish to bring into your life. The journal contains your thoughts, feelings, emotions, beliefs, problems, affirmations, and intentions. You can use this process to work out what you want from life, to look at and assess where you are now and where you want to get to. It's also a great way to evaluate your emotions and thoughts. It can help you remember things and appreciate your life experiences more fully. Journaling can be one of the most rewarding habits you'll ever develop. You can start with one line if you have to, and work out from there, gradually increasing it a bit at a time. The main thing is to just start. There are many different ways to journal, but all require a little time to yourself, some piece and a pen and paper or journal to write in. Nikki's website is www.myawesomelife.co.uk, and you can find her on her Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash life limited. I shall be interviewing Nikki in depth about journaling and how she helps people to get the most from it for my Thrive as a Midlife Woman interview series later this year. So what will we do with our lives in the post-COVID world? Well, that depends what you find in those hidden depths of your mind and spirit. This is where we find our lost hopes, loves, dreams buried. It is here we can build a new dream lifestyle with the people and activities you want to have in your life. This is where we will also find the resources to create those new dreams. And above all, this is where we can find serenity. Believe me, there is peace and calm that is available to you if you stop and listen. There is an amusing phrase I heard again recently. Don't just do something, just sit there. This reversal of a familiar saying is a healthy reminder if you are an action person like me, who's always on the move. Just do it and see what happens. There will never be a better opportunity to create a new life for yourself. Please don't waste it. I want to end with a verse from a 17th century poet called Richard Lovelace about serenity. And I find it keeps coming back to me during this time of enforced confinement. Stone walls do not a prison make, nor iron bars a cage. Minds innocent and quiet, take that for an hermitage. If I have freedom in my love and in my soul am free, angels alone that soar above enjoy such liberty. Richard Lovelace, 1617-1657 to In the next two podcasts, I shall be looking at some of the likely changes to our society and way of doing things in the post-COVID-19 world. we will also be looking at how some of these will impact particularly on midlife women.
0: That is the end of this episode of my Pattern Interrupt series. Please listen out and look out for the next one. In the meantime, this is Jean MacDonald, the midlife woman's friend, signing off. Bye.